Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are reading the Wikipedia page for The Amanda Show. This is a series we call ASM Articles. Basically we just pick a person, place, event, show, work of art, whatever it may be. And we learn about them together by reading the Wikipedia page. I uh, randomly selected The Amanda Show just because um, my sister made some reference to the show the other day. She said, Amanda, please, for some reason. And then I said, you know, that'd be brilliant. Let me just make an episode about it. So I will uh, stop rambling and uh, just get into it. The Amanda Show was an American live-action sketch comedy and variety show created by Dan Schneider that aired on Nickelodeon on April 4th, 1999 as a pilot, then as a regular series from October 16th, 1999 to September 21st, 2002. It starred Amanda Bynes, Drake Bell, and Nancy Sullivan, and featured John Kasser, Raquel Lee, and Josh Peck. Drake and Josh. The show was a spin-off from All That, in which Bynes had co-starred for several years. The show ended at the end of 2002. Writers for the show included Schneider, John uh, Holberg, Stephen Molaro, and Andrew Hill Newman. About a year after the end of The Amanda Show, Dan Schneider created a new series called Drake and Josh, featuring Drake Bell, Josh Peck, and Nancy Sullivan. Drake and Josh, for me, had one of the best... Um, theme songs for any like kid show. I mean, it was. I don't know if it was original to the show, but it was. It was fantastic. Um, where did I stop here? Okay, format. In spite of being designed as a sketched as a sketch comedy television program, the series is set in a fictional universe in which it is broadcast as a popular television comedy as evidenced through staged mishaps involving members of the studio audience, as well as comedic subplots involving Amanda's unhealthy, obsessed, nerdy, self-proclaimed number one fan, Penelope Taint, who constantly devises schemes to achieve her lifelong goal of meeting Amanda. As a gag, Bynes portrays Penelope herself, and the pair therefore can never be shown on screen together. These failed schemes include Penelope's attempts at outsmarting the fictional security guard of the studio where the Amanda show was filmed and at manipulating Amanda's castmates into helping her carry out her plans. Aside from this, the series is formatted as a typical sketch comedy with recurring sketches as well as a few sketches only seen in one episode. The actors also play themselves in subplots during each episode. The sketches are often pop culture parodies such as Judge Trudy, a spoof of Judge Trudy, So You Want to Win $5, a spoof of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and Blockbuster, a spoof of the video rental shop Blockbuster, or shorts involving humorously odd or dim-witted characters. Next we get into recurring sketches. Yeah, off the top of my head... Um, the only one I really remember was uh, Moody's Point, right? Which made fun of Dawson's Creek, I think it was. 
Let's see if, how many of these I remember. So recurring sketches, commercials. Episodes generally began with a parody advertisement for an absurd product. I do remember that. Judge Trudy, a parody of the courtroom show Judge Judy. The sketch stars Judy, Judge Trudy, played by Amanda Bynes, a 13-year-old judge, and the bailiff, played by Gary Anthony Williams, and features a child plaintiff suing an adult defendant for petty grievances such as receiving detention, being told to please stop, or other wrongdoings. Instead of saying order in the court, Judge Judy yells silence, regardless of the merit of the defendant's case. Trudy always finds in favor of the child, if necessary, inventing reasons to do so, and sentences the adult to an absurd punishment. Each Judge Trudy sketch typically involves involved two cases and would end with Trudy saying, bring in the dancing lobsters, I do remember this, after which a group of human-sized lobsters known as the dancing lobsters would enter the courtroom and dance with the spectators. It's funny how just by reading... Um, the description of the sketches you can remember. <laughs> the Amanda Show was great. I remember uh, really laughing hard about it with my sister. sisters. Blockbuster. A parody of the now-defunct video rental store chain Blockbuster. The sketch involved angry customers trying to rent popular movies and instead ending up with ridiculous knockoff versions, which were poorly acted out by the vaguely Eastern European family <laughs> that owned the store. The recurring catchphrase the family says is, this movie's better, much better. That sounds vaguely familiar. Vaguely familiar. But this is like really good sketch comedy. I mean, as a kid, I mean, I, I haven't seen... I'll probably look up clips of The Amanda Show when I'm done recording, just to see, you know, not, not so much if it holds up. That's not really what I'm going for. It's more, is it... Um, can I still picture myself as a kid finding it funny? I thought it was pretty witty at the time. But... Okay, next is The Girls' Room. A TV show that takes place in the girls' bathroom of a high school, but for one episode took place in the boys' bathroom of the same school while a flood was being remedied in the girls' bathroom. The hosts are Amber, an egotistical girl who always makes sure to remind the audience that she is popular, Although this just may be in her own mind, as in one skit, a girl was asked what made Amber so popular. The girl responded that she did not know who Amber was. In another skit, Amber was not invited to the prom, nor voted prom queen. Next, you have Sheila, played by Raquel Lee in season one, and Reagan, Regan Gomez Preston for the remainder of the series. An aggressive girl who disposes of unwelcome guests by giving them swirlies, usually executing them in the middle stall. You also have Tammy, played by Jamie Snow, an exchange student from Tennessee with an extremely thick southern accent, and Debbie, an unintelligent girl who constantly states that she likes eggs in a dopey voice, played by Jenna Morrison, and constantly annoys the others, especially Sheila. Um, Amber has a rivalry with another much more popular girl, Danielle Spencer, who always seems to one-up Amber, but usually ends up getting a swirly from Sheila. Totally Kyle. A short sketch starring a stereotypical laid-back hippie surfer and guitarist named Kyle Rostensen, played by Drake Bell, who tells vapid, nonsensical stories, usually beginning with the line, one time, 
and used the words like and all a lot. This was the only recurring sketch lacking in appearance by Vines, though she introduces Kyle in a voiceover, and the only character from any Amanda Show skit to also appear on all that. He ends the segment by saying, totally. Yeah, I remember that. Next we have Moody's Point. This one was really funny. I remember this being like very, very funny for the time. An over-the-top parody of teen dramas and soap operas from the late 90s to early 2000s, like Dawson's Creek and the fellow Nickelodeon series Caitlin's Way. The segment's presented as a show within a show and focuses on Moody Fallon, played by Vines, an emotionally exaggerated teen whose mother, played by Maureen McCormick, was lost in a tragic hot air balloon accident, and whose odd father, played by Carrie Eldel, struggles with losing a toe near the end of the series. Moody gets through her life with the help of her best friend Bree, played by Lauren Petty, her easily offended friend Misty Rains, played by Molly Orr, her friend Spaulding, played by Taryn Killian, Killiam, who has a huge crush on Moody, and brooding bad boy Sternum, played by Matthew Baltuchis, who responds to every question by asking the opposite question. I do remember that. At the end of the last episode, the screen shows the words to be continued, but the Amanda show was canceled shortly thereafter, ending Moody's point with a cliffhanger. Schneider had pitched an actual spin-off series called Moody's Point to Nickelodeon, but the series was not greenlit. Yeah, Moody's Point was good. I'm going to check out Moody's Point again. Like, it was funny, man. I remember the Amanda show being funny and thinking it's not just, like, ch- like kid humor. It's, like, you know, it's, like, pretty well-executed comedy given the, the time and obviously the fact that, you know, it's teenagers and kids and all that. Hillbilly moment. Two hillbillies, Lula May, who wears blue shorts and a red flowery cowgirl shirt, that's tied and bears her midriff, Amanda Bynes, and Ennis, who wears blue overalls and a straw hat, Drake Bell, tell a knock-knock joke, which always ends with Lula May hitting Ennis over the head with the subject of the knock-knock joke. Penelope Taint. Amanda, please. Penelope Taint, played by Bynes, is Amanda's self-proclaimed number one fan. Each time she finishes a sentence, she always says, please. For example, my name is Penelope Taint, I'm Amanda's number one fan, please. Between segments of an episode, Penelope is shown implementing a hair-brained scheme to meet Amanda, often with the help of Drake Bell, Josh Peck, here playing themselves, or her brother Preston, played by Taylor Emerson, who always wants a sandwich. Mr. Old Man A grumpy elderly widower, played by Dan Schneider, who hates children, is a victim of constant crank calls from a curly-haired character named Amanda, played by Vines, telling her that she is the wrong number. She has a wrong number. Crazy Courtney. Courtney, played by Bynes, is a strange girl with large teeth, glasses, and a hat who speaks in incomplete sentences, who puts on ridiculous schemes in order to get the person to leave. Her catchphrase is allowed. Meh. Meh. M-E-H-M-E-H. The Dare Show. A show hosted by a girl named Sharon, played by Amanda Pines, and her younger brother, Toby, played by Jake Bell, who claim they will accept and perform any dare, but always Renette, Ren, always Renette, I don't know, actually don't want to say that, they always uh, flake out, I guess, on their promises, 
when the disgusting and or humiliating nature of the caller's dare becomes known. The caller then flaunts them for this, after which Sharon and Toby Cave perform the dare and say, I cannot believe I just did that. Their monther, Nancy Sullivan, would then come in to stop the show only to go through what they just did. The callers are said to be to come from a city in the wrong place, which is New York, North Dakota, and Barcelona, Alabama. Oh, I see. Yeah, like they're calling from, uh, yeah, like uh, Los Angeles, Germany, some stupid thing like that. Cynthia Worthington. Okay, Cynthia Worthington. This is another skit right here. Cynthia Worthington, played by Bynes, is an aristocrat who was brought up by a very wealthy and civilized family who appears nice, but engages in increasingly revolting behavior. Uh, that's that skit. Then we have When, Pen when People Attack, a parody of the dramatic crime documentary show When Animals Attack. Mines introduces herself as a ridiculous but apparently famous character that explains how a certain inoffensive group have been attacking people. Sketches ended. Where did I... Sorry, I lost myself there. Okay. Uh, sketches ended with Bynes giving a made-up hotline number for the viewers to call, followed by the attackers showing up in the studio. Amanda also shows no sympathy for the victims of the attack. Amanda's Jacuzzi. A talk show in which Amanda Bynes, in a jacuzzi, asks guests two normal questions about themselves and then a ridiculous, nonsensical one. The puzzled guest replies, no, and then Amanda asks, how about a plate of spaghetti? Mr. Gullible. A substitute teacher, played by John Kasser in Season 1 and by Andrew Hill Newman in Season 2, is tricked into increasingly absurd tasks by his student. students. So you want to win $5. A parody of the game show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, hosted by Tina, played by Amanda Bynes. The contestant, usually a character from another recurring skit on the show who isn't very bright, is asked three questions, with the final question being worth five U.S. dollars. Stranded. A parody of a hit reality TV series, Survivor. The contestants, usually characters from other skits, are stranded in a strange location and were required to stay and deal with one another. Next up, we have The Klutzes. A family, portrayed by Amanda Bynes, Drake Bell, Nancy Sullivan, and John Kassir, John Kaser, however you say his name, who constantly trip and fall down. At the end of the sketch, the family typically does something to destroy the building or fall out of a window. Their catchphrase is not a problem. The Extremes A family of three who always takes every little thing to an extreme. Whatever they feel, they seem to always overreact to it. This exasperates everyone around the family. Tony Pajamas Tony Pajamas, played by Drake Bell, is an Italian mobster. Um, sketches were parodies of then-popular TV series The Sopranos. People almost always pronounce his name wrong, such as much to the annoyance, much to his annoyance. By the conflict of the skit, a group of thugs known as the Aldente Brothers come in to throw random items at the surroundings. Uh, from the windows. Crime-fighting cheerleaders. The crime-fighting cheerleaders were a band of three high school cheerleaders named Katie, portrayed by Bynes, Stephanie, and Megan, 
who arrested various criminals. Duper. A restaurant that serves disgusting food run by a man, played by John Kassir in Season 1 and by Dan Sackhoff in Seasons 2 and 3, and his daughter Doreen, played by Bynes. Melody and Thad. A music duo, played by Amanda Bynes and Drake Bell, parodying Chad, Jeremy, and Sonny and Cher, who performed songs that were offensive and inappropriate for the occasion. Stop Motion Amanda A stop-motion Amanda cartoon does wacky things, often with a pet dog named Scooper or Dumples. These sketches were discontinued beginning with episode 12. The animation was done by Tom Magalis. The Luckless, The Lucklesses. A family that always experiences horrible luck, including being struck by lightning or getting money stolen. Usually when something bad happens to them, someone in the family will say, what are the odds of that? The Dancing Lobsters. Two overgrown lobsters occasionally appear in any setting to dance at the end of a skit, most notably Judge Trudy. They speak an odd lobster language. And the last reoccurring skit is Miss DeBoat. Janice DeBoat, played by Nancy Sullivan, is a teacher who becomes a target of other characters and has students with talents, of which she disapproves. Next, we jump into cast members. So, of course, the first cast member is Amanda Bynes. She plays herself, Penelope Taint, Judge Trudy, Bellini Blokey, Amber, Doreen, Cynthia Worthington, Moody, Crazy Courtney, Candy, Tulips, Tulips, Candy Tulips, Katie Klutz, Lula May, Cindy Extreme, Sharon, Melody, Mother Caboose, Babs Russellberg, People Place Owner. Next we have Nancy Sullivan, who plays herself, Mrs. Klutz, Marcy Stimple, Mrs. DeBoat, Mrs. Rostensan, Mrs. Extreme, Miss Burkle, and various others. Drake Bell. Himself, Carter Klutz, Kyle Rostensan, Biscotti Blokey, Jeremy Peters, Enos, Tony Pajamas, Toby, Thad, and various others. Raquel Lee plays herself, Sheila, and various others. John Kassir plays himself, Carl Klutz, Mr. Rosensan, Nyoki Blokey, Doreen's dad, Mr. Gullible, Principal Thorne, and various others. And then, of course, we have Josh Peck, who plays himself. He is one of the Dancing Lobsters, Polly, and various others. Syndication. Returns of the Amanda Show originally started airing on the N, now Teen Nick, on October 31st, 2007, and was dropped from the channel in March 2008, but later returned on April 4th, 2009. All of the show's episodes aired. The Best of the Amanda Show also didn't air. The original TV rating was TVY7, but now the rating has... But now the rating was now TVG? That's how they wrote that. That's weird. Like all the other shows that aired on the former Teen Nick block on Nickelodeon. On August 3rd, 2009, the Amanda Show was dropped. On July 11th, 2011, 
the British Nicktoons channel began airing the series and showed weekdays at 9 p.m. Some episodes, possibly for legal reasons, were missed from being broadcast, including included three episodes, episodes 3, 8, 11, and 12, from season 1, 3, excuse me, from season 1, three seasons, three season 2 episodes, and four episodes from season 3 were not run. Reasons for these episodes not being shown are unknown. Um, here we go. Nickelodeon Canada began airing the series on September 5th, 2011, with the exception of Season 1, Episodes 8 and 12, which featured musical guests, and Season 3, Episode 11. The series was removed from the schedule in 2012. Returns of the Amanda Show began airing on Teen Nick on October 11th, 2011. Although it was originally announced as part of Teen Nick's 1990s block, The 90s Are All That, the series instead aired as a standalone series during the daytime. The show was pulled in April 2012, following Amanda Bynes' arrest for a DUI. So. And that's it. Then they have a couple of, I guess, releases. You know, like, so you can get DVDs, The Best of Season 1. Season 2, Season 3, The Best of the Amanda Show. And, um, yeah, that's it. That was the Amanda Show. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Curious to know how many of you out there saw the Amanda Show when it was first being run or airing. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you'd like to make a suggestion, for example, on a future ASM article, you can always do so by emailing us at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. You can check out our website, sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Check the show notes for any relevant links that you may be looking for. Also find a link to our tip jar. Anything helps. Planning on using the tips to uh, massively upgrade hardware in 2019 and beyond so that way I can um, hopefully make more content better content maybe commit a little more time to this anyway that is the end of this episode thanks as always for listening and take care <laughs>